Hello everyone. Happy Friday. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day, fantastic week. And um, I'm going to be joined here with Maria. We are going to be going live today with our part two on relationships. And I'm really excited and nervous again. Uh, we had a little bit of um, miscommunication on the time. And I think it's funny because I thought it was at 8, she thought 7.30, and since I'm dyslexic, my post says 8.30. So I'm pretty sure she said 7.30, and I made the post for 8.30, and I thought it said 8. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, thank you for, you know, listening and being open to these conversations. I have a special announcement with four other women on Tuesday. So we're going to be going live on Tuesday. I'm not sure who's going live with me, but on Tuesday at 7 p.m., we have a special announcement. And then I'm supposed to be going live on Wednesday with someone, but they have not gotten back to me. So if anybody is interested in going live with me on Wednesday, I do have that slot available as of right now. And the rest would be at the end of July and starting in August. You can DM me or you can message me on my email, trueelegance at gmail.com. So now I'm going to invite Maria in and we're going to begin. We are going to begin. My voice cracked. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you perfectly. Okay, cool. Did you um, hear how funny? Oh my like, god, I actually re-looked at the post right before you said that, and I was like, oh wait, it says 8.30. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure that I meant to put 7.30. Like, Pastelli was like, yeah, I got it. And totally mixed it up. So it's fine. It's fine. These things happen. Um, you know, and technically... It is 8.30 in another time zone, so I could have been, true. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Around 8.30, whenever yeah. we, we actually feel it. Yeah. And I literally, I was also like, this is not like Ellie. Is everything okay? Yeah, you wrote me that, and I was like, does she know? What do you know? What do you know? <laughs> so funny. Um... No, everything's fine. Actually, I was on the phone with my sister trying to figure out tomorrow. So um, I, but I was like, why is she calling me now? I'm like, oh no, she's canceling. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I've been so excited for this, this live. No, I'm, I'm super excited for this. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote a lot of notes. Awesome. So, because I mean, and this is the first time I listened back on yeah. to like talk about more. Yeah. Um, I've listened back before, but uh, this one was interesting because there was par parts that I just was not in the mood for myself to hear. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Like, like, just like evaluating myself through talking about these relationships that we have, whether they're platonic or whether they're romantic or whether they're family or wh whatever the case is. And I was just like, Humans just annoy me. <laughs> Humans are beautiful. We are um, uh, very, very intricate. And um, 
I can't think of the other word that I was, I'm trying to I, I different. Mean, We're different. Everyone is, you know, everybody. everyone has their, their differences and we're here to be in relation. Mm-hmm. That's what we're, we, we came to this earth to learn from each other and to walk each other home. However, however it unfolds and sometimes right. it doesn't unfold in the way that we probably hope for it to unfold or want it to unfold. And mm-hmm. that's also part of our, our process. Our yeah. And our yeah. journey. So, and ultimately, right. I think all really relationships bring us, to our journey to self-love which is amazing that's so yeah. true but in my like that we're, we're still a little bit annoying <laughs> we are of course yeah, we're annoying so funny well like for instance i've seen people not get along and get along and like i'm, I'm always like the person that's like watching yeah. and seeing it and i'm like man if this one just said this to that one we'd be gold like they'd be fixed yeah. and so like little situation whether it's in my family or in my friend circle or or whatever i just know where we can fix it but i know that i'm not supposed to be the fixer of it mm-hmm. so that's like a challenge on itself yeah. and, and um but seeing like seeing them do the work and seeing that that happen is great too you know yeah. and I, that's like it that brings up to that how important um and critical communication is and a lack of communication could tear apart relationships sometimes too early um you know something that could have had it had a communication more clearly happened or communication happened right because a lot of people run away from communications to me included i especially before this journey you know like very quick to not say anything really um about how i'm feeling um for a number of reasons scared um mostly like the fear of of um how is this going to be received is it going to be received not wanting confrontation right and so i would I, I would walk away not say anything about like what i was feeling until like all my feelings are jammed up inside of me because i'm not expressing them um to the person so that's how i would react would react um, how you would respond yeah 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 i more so shut down i more i shut down i shut down and then i like um ghost or walk away it's so interesting yeah. i dated a guy that said to me like when we broke up we broke up like on mutual terms we weren't together for very long but when we broke up it was like he's like yeah i was gonna ghost you but i couldn't do that to you <laughs> And I was like, what? I mean, like we were together like all the time and he was gonna ghost me. I thought that was really crazy, but it also showed like his growth in in the relationship that we had as fleeting as it was, that he was able to like not do what he used to do. So I'm happy he didn't do that because that would have sucked. Of course, like being ghosted doesn't, whether it's like from a friend or, and I've also like have done that too. And um again like something that i wasn't i wasn't ready to express or i was so angry that i was like you know what they're not even going to hear it anyway so like i'd rather just i've done that too i'd rather just walk away um oh i i celebrated i had a friend breakup and i didn't know how to do it like it was already done i just like there was one thing that needed to be done and they had the password to my netflix and so they had a net, this is before the whole password scandal. Um, 
And um, I was like, I just want to remove them. I just want to remove them. And every day I kept thinking it, like when I would see it on, well, not every day, but whenever I would sign in and see the name and see the name and I'd be like, man, that stinks. We don't even talk. Like, yeah. I just want to remove them. And then one day they were gone and I was like, oh, I feel so much better, yeah. <laughs> you know, because like there came a point where, like you said, they weren't even going to hear me out, you know, yeah. and it was just going to be a fight. And honestly, I didn't want to fight. It was like, yeah. we're not the same anymore. And it's just, it is what it is. It happens. Yeah. And that was, that was the, that was one of my friend break. I had a few that year and that was like a very important friendship that I had for so long. And so it was like, yeah. man, it really the same Ash design. Yeah. yeah. I, and also too, like, you know, a, a lot of, we don't really talk a lot about friendship breakups. Um, so it's already hard to do a regular, like to do a regular breakup. I know breaking up <laughs> a, break, a breakup with a partner, right? Right. Um, but then when you all, when you think about like friendship breakups, are I feel like they're almost a lot. They're almost harder sometimes. Yeah, you know, and that 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 brings me back to like when I was with when I was married so long ago. I was more mad at my friend mm -hmm. than I was at him. But he, like, he was my friend, and then we be, we became more. Yeah. And then, um, but I was more mad at my friend. I was more, I was so disappointed and so, like, heartbroken by her. Not by him. I kind of expect that from guys. And it's horrible to say that. I don't think all guys are like that. But it was just, like, the expectation that I had um, at that point in time. And um, I just never expected that from my friend. Yeah. Who, like, she was my best friend. She yeah. knew everything. I called her for everything. She called me for everything. It was just like, it's, I talked about her on the previous live also. And I was like, well, that's interesting because, you know, there's a wound there. Yeah. And it's been, he's apologized and he's said, you know, hey, you deserve better. And maybe we should have never been together and so on. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I do deserve better. And thank you for apologizing, you know? Um, and I know, like, I know that I can count on him as a person, as a platonic friend, as someone mm -hmm. who is not ever going to think of me in a sexual way ever again, because we should have just stayed friends. We should have never gone past go. We should have never done it. It happened because of a lesson that we needed. But I was just going to say, like, what did you, because obviously they're, right, God thought otherwise, or your souls thought other, otherwise, and went in the ethers when you were like, okay, like, this is going to be our relationship when we come to earth. And so for you, like, what was your, your lesson or lessons in that relationship? It's super interesting. I'm still kind of reeling in on the lesson, to be honest, because I had a talk with an old friend from high school and he was like, man, you went out with a lot of like trash guys. Like what happened? Because like uh, my first boyfriend was not like that. And then after that, like it was like downhill. And so I was like, you know, I don't know. Cause I kind of like chose my partner kind of to resemble my father. But prior, like my first boyfriend that I chose, my parents were still together, mm -hmm. you know, like, idea that they were like in love they yeah. did love each other they didn't love each other by this time right. <laughs> so, like i don't want to diss what they had they had some yeah. like love story but it did fizzle but they created two 
two daughters mm -hmm. in that process. So I'm not like diminishing I'm their thankful for that, that you're in front you. of me. <laughs> well, listen, I told my mom, I'm like, Mom, I would have chose you regardless of your partner. I would have yeah. chose you. So like, and even if you didn't stay with dad, like, and you didn't get married and you didn't like, even if you didn't have that many years, like I would have come. Yeah. <laughs> I would have looked different, but I would have come. Yeah, my soul. Yeah, my your soul would have still yeah. been in here, been here, yeah, and on a different body. I, I say that, but that's that. Yeah, and that also brings up a good point too. Is like that, you know. Sometimes parents come, to, parents come together. Um, and I'm sorry, you kind of like distracted me a little bit. Um, so that we can come into this earth, and maybe that's all their contract was, is like to bring us, right. to bring us in. Right. You know. I wish that they were just not together as long as they were. But other than that, like, I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it is. Like, well, yeah, their lessons and journey and journey. Yeah. Too. yeah. And I, I feel like everything that I've gone through or that I'm going to go through or I'm going through everything that I'm learning is so that I can help somebody else later. And it's always been like that since before, before I even knew that this is the work that we were called to do. But it, it's always been like that, like some crazy, crazy things would happen. And then like a week later, it would happen to somebody I know. And then I'd be like, oh, this is how I can help you. You know, like um, I could I could be a helpful benefactor to whatever, yeah. you know, that situation was. And sometimes it was years later. And yeah. Like, yeah, I've been there. You've been there? Like people are like, you are i'm like girl or man let's not talk about what like i don't even know that girl but yes i was <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? i um i actually had a i had a client yes yesterday no, it was the day before and really, like she's moving through like heavy heavy relationship stuff she, she went through a divorce um i think she's been 10 months or 11 months mm -hmm. divorced 26 years of being together and so we're together that long yeah and so when she walked in she goes i just feel like everything was a lie mm. and you know and i was able to i'm like yeah like i've i felt like that recently too mm. and mm. and like being mad right because a lot of it too is we're mad at ourselves for allowing something to to go on as long right. as as it has whether it's a friend like a friendship or or a really and a re, or a relationship we'll go both right it doesn't matter what kind of a relationship it is and a lot of the times when we're so angry it's not that we're so angry at the other person we're angry at ourselves for maybe not not really seeing the signs early or you know giving people the benefit of the doubt right. um and it's releasing that and releasing the guilt that we have on ourselves of like you know what, actually, I couldn't have done anything yeah. sooner. Because one, if you, you would have been ready to then, right? As we know from like, from spirit and like, and this path is like, everything is in divine timing. And so the contract, whatever that contract was, or the lesson that needed, that needs to be learned, mm -hmm. uh, has been, been, been learned at yet. Right. That's true. I um I I agree with you 100%. I also was talking about the relationship I was in for 6 years in my 20s and I was just like, man, where 
where should I have left? Mm -hmm. I should have left and I pinpointed it and I'm like, well, but I stayed so much longer because I just thought, oh, that he would change or, oh, this would happen or whatever. And like, I was given like false promises Mm -hmm. and then like, I'm already four years in and then you tell me you don't want to have kids. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Excuse me. We are here four years. What do you mean? Why are you telling me this now? Yeah. You just wasted my time. But like, um, and it was more, I feel like that was said to hurt me. Maybe he doesn't want kids now anymore. Or if he wanted kids, he wanted them. I don't know. I don't know his life. But, um, you know, like, I thought about, I've been reflecting on so many things with so many different types of relationships. And it's like this, this solstice has got me like, whirling and the Saturn in retrograde has got me whirling where I'm just like thinking about all the relationships in my life who who's staying who's going what value do I bring to them what value do they bring to me and like is this working is this not working like and where where is where is Ellie going to be the happiest and what does Ellie want and you have to know what you want before you can commit to anything whether it's a job whether it's a person whether like you think about it i think about marriage and i'm like i am not ready for marriage i'm not but would i like to be married one day yes do i want to be married this year not at all not at all and so like to have like that understanding i'm like okay cool so like what does ellie want and like does that align with who I'm with or or do does that align does does that align with him or does that align with me or that whoever you know and releasing like expectations on everything because yeah. like putting pressure on a relationship is not good it's not good we're, we're chasing a relationship or chasing love or chasing our spiritual path or you know um right and you you brought up oh my god what was i gonna say anyways i forget but um for me it's also not forgetting that i've also been that toxic person yes which and you so, said right i did I, I was like i don't remember if i like talked about this mm-hmm. but the last relationship that i was in like yeah i'm the like i broke it off three months before our wedding whatever my reasons were that you know i should have saw the signs earlier and broke it off earlier um but it took me cheating to be like oh wait a minute this isn't for me and that also like i had to release that that guilt and how and how other people view cheaters and cheating right like because and we hear it all the time like not a good person they that person cheated and i was like hold on like that was me right right that's interesting so um, for, in her story i'm the toxic person yeah. or i was the toxic person it's not obviously it doesn't define me it's not who i am but i've also had to like accept that within myself like yeah no one obviously deserves to to be cheated on um forgiving forgiveness yeah you know that brings me not to cheating but to like friendships where like i've had multiple friendships that i've lost because the husband or the boyfriend would end up liking me and i'm not trying to be like oh i'm a likable person i hate it 
because it would get really annoying. Like I have these good friends and then suddenly like your partner likes me or is finding me attractive or wants you to do something that I do because I'm like, I'm, I'm a cool person. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to, it sounds weird, but I'm not trying to like yeah. right now. I'm just saying like, I know what I have to offer. And so like, I'm not offering that to anybody's husband yeah. or yeah. because I don't care for anybody that has a partner if you have a partner you're invisible you are like a ghost it's like i don't even see you you don't have right. a charm there you can dazzle your smile at me all you want like it's zero i'm not attracted because you are taken yeah you're <laughs> so, like that's not what i want <laughs> i'm like you you know what i mean on top of that my ex-husband is married to my ex-best friend so saying that I'm never going to do it like and I've said it so many times if I'm the other woman it's because I didn't know right that's the only reason I'd be another woman yeah the only exception because you know I don't have control over what any man does and if they are with somebody else and I am unaware then there you go so people need to have more understanding yes and so unfortunately the most recent friendship that I had, we were really close. I was with them all the time. And, um, and they were, you know, always trying to hook me up with someone. Oh, this guy, I know this guy for you. Oh, this guy for you, this guy. And I'm like, why are you trying to always hook me up with someone? I don't need a man. I would yeah. like him, but I don't need a man. Like I want, if I want you in my life as my partner, it's because I wanted you, not because I need, I don't need a man for nothing. Mm -hmm. I, I can go and get, I can have a child without a man. Like that's how much I don't need a man, but I would like a man mm -hmm. and I would like to have these things and maybe they're not going to be as traditional as the norm in society. I know that I'm not going to go traditionally normal, but still like, I just, I'm not going to go after your man. That's all. <laughs> or not or not, not happening. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so funny because I have the notes and I turned the page and it says, I do, I don't need a toxic love. All I need is support. If it's not there, there's the door. Literally my notes from the last time. So it's basically it's the same. perfect. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. 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 But you know, and it took me a while to get comfortable to talk about it because I blamed myself. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, well, maybe I was too charming or maybe I was, maybe I did make it seem like, you know, this or maybe, I, because in her story, I'm the villain. When you're just being you and you can't control, like, you can't control anyone else's right. feelings outside. Yeah, and, it, and the thing is, too, it could have been also her insecurities and, and maybe it wasn't any of of that right i had Maybe. i hope um i did a reiki session yesterday <laughs> well you know and like it was very intense and when i got to the back of my client it was just so intense and so much energy and so much like like a lot of things happen behind our backs mm. so like the front 
content. I'm on top. I'm, I'm doing this stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I'm giving Ricky. This is so nice. When we flipped, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Like, so dramatic. I know because I'm a Gemini. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I was only at the top of the head. So like back here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need help. I heard sirens outside, like multiple sirens. The candle started popping. I'm getting freezing cold telling you right now. And it was so crazy. Like the energy was so intense once I got to the back of her neck and going down her back and literally like, I saw this woman that I'm talking about that was my friend, but also I did not see her in a malicious light. I saw her in a helping light. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, that's cool, you know, because we don't talk anymore. But in that sense, what was happening to Luz kind of like united us in that moment. Yeah. I called upon all Reiki masters. I called upon Dr. Usui, Madam Takara, Mirna, Dr. Hayashi, all the archangels, all of my ancestors, all of her ancestors. And when I tell you that that girl that I was talking about that were no longer friends came in and helped me take out what was behind this woman's back, I was like, oh, cool. So it was kind of like, we're not enemies, but we're not friends. You know, yeah. it was kind of like that. And I feel, yeah. feel that the love is like the love is still there. It's letting I think it's always letting go with love. And I feel like that's what we learn. Right. And I, I, feel, like, I feel like at this point, that's where we're at. We're at like, I'm not going to talk to you, but like, yeah, the love is still there. Help. She's probably like today tired, has no idea why she's so tired, because she's an energy worker as well. And um, like, doesn't know that she helped me do something, <laughs> you know, but mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Because even though we are not friends anymore, that was that was something I needed help, and everybody came through. Everybody came through, spiritually, mentally, like everything, and mm -hmm. and I was able to get to the feet. But I tell you, I was, I did not know how I was going to get through the back. And the thing is, it's because when somebody is attacking you, it's like backstabbers. Yeah. So it was that. That's what we were dealing with, and when I was friends with this girl, we did work on the client that I was working on yesterday. We did work together on her and we did take out like thorns. Mm -hmm. So it was like that again, but with me doing it without her. Yeah. Very interesting. It was very interesting. And I thought, wow, like we could, we're still working together just on a spiritual That's level. Energetic, yeah. So, because our soul, that's the thing too, right? We have to remember that here on this planet, on Earth, we're playing out the roles that we agreed to above and and above where, like, we love each other, where our souls are, are perfect, our relationships are perfect with all the people that we have contracted here to love us, to hate us, to backstab us, to... Um, that and us the same with them and um, so that that what the story that you shared is is a testament that in the soul world we like we're all you know we re one we're all one but we're best friends and and we chose certain roles in each other's lives to play out here again to walk us home walk us home to back to ourselves yeah 
and to strengthen our soul, our to to have the highest soul expansion. Mm-hmm. And I just, I guess I'm still reflecting upon it because just now, and lately, a lot of my rev- revelations has been on live, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. What? Because we're because you talk things through. You're like yeah, talking. I haven't talked about it, so like, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah. Today, I, I wrote a thing on my notebook for something that happened today and it also really did affect a part of my day because i had i worked at the store today and i had some customers and there's a customer that comes in like every two days and i love them because they're so adorable and um they have this button that says they them so they're so adorable and they have pink hair and just such a sweet sweet soul and i don't know how they were related to the woman that came in with them but the woman that came in was dealing with a breakup and she mentions the breakup subtly you know and they're on a mission to get a sewing machine so that they can do a project for art therapy like art healing and i was like oh that's beautiful and throughout the whole time that she's there i want to say like 45 minutes that they were there shopping um she's joking and she's sharing and she's talking and da, 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 da. and she went to pay and then when she went to pay she gets a text message and honestly i thought she was just checking to transfer because people like to transfer money or open their card when they get to the register like their card is locked and they unlock it and she her whole demeanor just changed in and she bought glass so i had to wrap the glass once i was done taking her payment and i felt it i'm like are you okay we had just had a whole friendship of 45 minutes so i feel okay <laughs> comfortable to say uh-huh. okay and she's like yeah he just wrote me and i'm like oh no we are not gonna sulk about this like i was like oh no don't let that happen you were just having so much fun in here like don't let that be our ending <laughs> so um i was I just the way that her energy changed and like yeah. i've i've been there i i know you've been there mm-hmm. and, um it, like it great impact like it does greatly impact your your day your weeks and so um and and it it can be super challenging to to move through those mm -hmm. feelings or we should we tend to shove them most people tend to shove them shove them down down shove them down and it was just like just i just saw her light just go out Oh, oh no and i did my best to not diminish what she was feeling but also to empower her i don't know if i did a good job no. but um you know uh she was i just felt so bad because it was just like man i've been there and i know that feeling yeah. like that's not something like that that pit in your stomach yeah and on top of it you know as an empath like feeling it i was like yeah. oh, gotta ask her if she's okay like are you okay and um yeah, it was just, it was very sad to witness, but it's also a part of the relationship conversation for today. And so I was like, well, I mean, that's the same if you were in a friend breakup too. That's the same as if you had, whether it's platonic or relationship or even family members, sometimes we have to cut off our family members, like you spoke about in the first relationship talk that, you know, and now you're at a better place with your family, but you did have to do that. And well, more so like dis- distance to them. Mm-hmm. Like for me, um, I couldn't completely, and I didn't want to completely cut off family mm-hmm. members. 
because I know like for me there the love was and is like still like greatly there and it was more of like okay I just need to distance myself a little bit Mm -hmm. and I did it through um physical distance you know I lived I lived two hours from my family so I was able to kind of like forget about what was what was happening and um and then when I moved down here it was less of it wasn't like I'm like I didn't do this to like run away and put that large of a of a distance I just needed to like really to heal number one I think that was like a big part of it I had just started my 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 healing journey uh, my my awakening had just like occurred and um, I had actually moved back in with my parents for for six months which I'm so blessed that I was able to to do that and 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 it actually was those six months with my parents was like so beautiful um my mom like and I needed that nourishment because that was like during the the when I when I broke up it was like a year a year after and um that nourishment from my mom like she cooked for me she did my laundry (laughs) that's nice and you know and I was a 30 34 at the time 33 I think 33 Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was just like, to be, yeah, to be like a literally like a little girl again, like being like super taken care of, super nourished, like I didn't have to worry about anything, you know, like none of that stuff. And it was, it was really, it was really, really powerful um, for me and my, my parents and with my dad too, um, to like, to rebuild that, that relationship again, differently, mm-hmm. right? Cause when I left, when I left the house after high school, um, so they, I think they always like just remembered me as their, as their little girl, not as like the adult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Estefania, that, that is you right now. And it is, it's super beautiful to be able to have that. I think it's a, it's a blessing. And I know, um, Ellie too, like you're with your mom too. And how, like, how beautiful that, that relationship is and and being able to be nurtured by your mom is like yeah so delicious sometimes I am never getting rid of that lady she's staying with forever oh my gosh I feel so blessed to have my mom and just our relationships and our crazy dogs that are barking um because it's like you know and like we do we help each other out with with the Mm -hmm. we'll do the loads or she'll do the loads like she's like I'm sure where you said it and I was like Oh, nice! You're like nice, nice. I did your laundry, you know. But it's it's just like there's so much more. And oh, the bus. Thank you. This um, is Luca. Hi, Luca. And he's definitely slobbering. Like his. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, we're in alive. <laughs> I love you. Um, sit, sit. He's a big dog. He's huge. Um, he's a he's a giant Greek shepherd dog. Of course, he's Greek. Of course, what? my cousin got my cousin got him from the village in Greece when he was like a little like stray. What? Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so fanciful. Um, yeah. yeah, the just being around our relationship, and I spoke on it in the last live mm-hmm. in the first that our relationship was not what it is, but what it, it is took now. It, yeah, it took, it took work to get here, and oh. Ooh, this is great timing. So it took work to get here. And then I I recently went to my sister's house and, you know, she sees how close I am with some cousins and she sees how close I am with, you know, my mom and my aunts and just like different people that are both are in both our lives. But my sister used to live in New York. So she was there for 11 years. So while I was here formulating these relationships, mm-hmm. 
she was in Newark. And back then I used to call her and I would be like really upset because I wanted to talk to her. I wanted to be like, have a closer relationship with her. And you know, shh, we're getting better. I'm gonna just disclaimer. But at that time it was like, you know, easy to forget about the relationship because of social media. You know, it was easy to forget to put that work in. Mm -hmm. And so all, all relationships have a type of work. All the relationships you have to communicate and uh, talk about these things. So, oh, tail in your face. Yeah, <laughs> no, and he's, he usually, like, for some reason, he, um, like, with my drum, he, like, chews on my drumsticks. For, so he likes, and, and my sound bowl, like, instruments, the, just the stick, though. And I'm, like, making sure he's not going into chewing that. But okay. okay. So my sister, I just slept over her house a couple weeks ago and we had a conversation and she was really adamant like that now it was her turn now it's her turn to say to me like hey i really want a relationship with you like i want to know what's going on in your life i don't want to just like find stuff online i don't want to i want to meet if you're with somebody i want to meet who you're with if you're not you know if you're not with somebody i want you to share that with me if you meet somebody and and so on and so forth like and it's not even about that it's not even about that this is just what we were talking about and um and i thought it was really interesting because i do want that with her and i've talked mm -hmm. about it multiple times to other people so like i was like okay yes so like yeah. thank you happened the other day and I was like you know what I'm gonna tell my sister and I did and I felt good about it even though like I don't know what's gonna happen with anything that I told her but it's still an opening to conversations to more conversations of like hey this is what's happening in my life hey I'm doing this hey blah, 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 you know and um you know it's just it's just a day-by-day -day thing where you're like figuring it out yeah and it's really beautiful that she expressed what was like underneath that right it was like i want to know about your life like i don't want to see it on so i don't want to hear from it from social media and so i think that's like a huge step it seems like in your in your relationship with your with your sister yeah and it started like an argument and it ended very softly but like um it didn't have to start as an argument but it did you know yeah. and because we were raised by the same people it's very difficult for us to be like steady <laughs> because, and I'm not saying my mom is horrible. I'm not saying my dad is horrible together. Not so good. So, um, you know, like it, it can be very challenging to have a conversation with my sister just because we were raised by the same people and we're very like reactive to each yeah. other because of how we were raised. Yeah. The reactivity that was happening with them and just like uh, like evaluating that too like i feel like i'm always psychoanalyzing psycho like i because i'm a psych major and that's what we do i was gonna say and now that you're going <laughs> to school for it like you're like okay let me let me analyze away i know yeah i was like Ugh. and right now i'm part-time so it's like i'm gonna be in school for a long time <laughs> But like I talked to my advisor yesterday, which I love my advisor now. I have a friendship with her too now. Um, and uh, she's like, you know, we can make this less if you do like, if you do more, you know, more um, classes at a time. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Let's do yeah. one. One at a time. Siblings yeah. are reactive because we are so much about each other. Because we care so much about each other. That's absolutely like super, super, I mean, for the most part, it's super true. And we're raised mostly we're raised by the same people and just like 
you know, there's so much, so yeah. much. Our hit, you know, she's three years older than me. She's, yeah. she's your age. Yeah. My sister. And, and I always think that you're younger than me, but you're older than me. It's so funny. When you were like, yeah, I was 30. Like, you were 34. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now about to be 38. Her <laughs> um, too. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, to, um, to that point too, like me and my sister, we, we grew up like super, super, five years. so I'm the oldest of three, my younger brother and my, my brother's four years younger than me. And my sister's a couple years younger and, um, we're emotionally, and spiritually tied roommates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so with my sister, like we're two years apart, so we did everything together and she was like my little shadow growing up. Um, and she would want to like, when we eventually got our own, um, our own bedrooms, when we, when we moved to a new house, she still like, she slept with me in, in my bed, like off and on, like through high school. And we ended up going to the same college together too. And so, and then we studied abroad in Australia too. So we were like super close. We had a lot of the same friends. Um, and then of course she like made her own friends in college. You knew like <laughs> that started when she stopped coming, um, like coming over on like a writ, like during the week to just like hang out or sleep in my, in my apartment, she would just call me on the weekends to be like, okay, what parties do you have going on? <laughs> um, but my coming out was really hard for her. And, um, so that our relationship shifted a lot and that was like a big loss for me. Um, we still, the love was still there and we talked all the time and we hung out, like it wasn't that, but there was like the wall was built and um and you know that was that was like the one relationship that i like wanted to greatly work on right because i did not want to not talk to my sister or be mad at her for like her process of like coming into acceptance with my sexuality mm. and so um i knew i never i didn't want to like I didn't want to cut cut that off like that was never that was never a choice for me and if I need something, my sister is literally like, she's always there for me. Always. Yeah. So um, that was just like a hard thing that we had, like that we had to move through together and, and separately too. And, um, you know, I still see like, even to the, to this day recently, we're, we're, we're doing something together anyways. And I'm like, I got off the phone with her today and I was like oh my god like she's like she literally is one of my biggest supporters oh that's so good yeah and it was because I never like I didn't I didn't let go of that relationship because I could have so easily just walked away and cut it off and it was just that was never an option for me right right and I I love that I love that you didn't let go of that because I know when I let go of trying like to reach out to my dad it was very hard it was a hard decision and um and sometimes you have to right like i'm not saying like it's not like you have to really like figure out within yourself like is it is it becoming taught is it toxic or it's something literally that i we can work we can work through and there's such a fine line there's such a fine line to that hi baby now it's starless turn to be like yeah like it's okay. I'm I know jo Joanne was like puppy love. Yes, we. There's a lot of puppy love here. <laughs> yeah, when I when I breathe weird, she knows, and she she's always like comes to me, and I know that I took a deep breath weird. 
and she loves me. So. Our, maybe that's another relationship, right? It's our, our relationship with our with our pets, with our animals. Say hi, everybody. Darla, that's your tongue. So, um, what's it called? She she knows when I'm like I'm not gonna cry right now, but she knows when I get like upset, you know. And I mean, it's upsetting. It's upsetting for my father not to want to be in my life. It's upsetting that he doesn't want to be a part of my sister's life. I'm not like crying about it anymore. I used to cry about it all the time. I said that on the last life, and like, but it's just like, bro, you're missing out on like really cool and like. You know, it's not to throw money at the at the problem. It's not to do like because that's what that's what we would receive money at the problem. Right. Helpful in ways, but in other ways toxic because it's like that's not how a relationship is fixed. So, and then uh, and once the trust is broken, trust is is probably the hardest thing to work through with anyone with someone right to rebuild to rebuild that. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how we would begin. I remember having a conversation with a relative. Somebody was having like an open heart surgery and one of their kids was like not going. And I was like, I would have gone. And I wasn't talking to my dad at this time. And I was like, I wasn't talking to my, my dad at that time, but I was like, if I had a call that he was not okay and I could go over there like if i had the means to go and blah 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 like i would go and then i was like but would i be accepted that would be a whole other thing and be crazy but like who like I'd, I'd just stay in the hospital i'd just be with him you know what i mean right. i don't know if, if i still stand with that story i don't know but at that time i did and that was i mean it's been 10 years so i think that was at like the four year mark maybe before the letter maybe after the letter i'm not sure it's kind of blurry but it might have been around that same time before the letter that we had written him because um we're coming on five years of writing him it'll be like september i think around that time i remember i was like i remember andrea was still pregnant (laughs) and she had felicity in january so i think it was september but yeah, it was just like, it's just so interesting. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Let me look at my notes really quick. Yeah. Because there are things that we didn't talk about on the last we, one that I wanted to Do we want to go deeper into, like, friendship, woman relationships? Yes. That's what I want to talk about. Plus, what time did we start? Um, uh, 7.50. 7.50? Okay. So that I can keep an eye on the thing. Because I don't want it to, like, disorient yeah. or whatever. Okay. Um... How are you growing from a friendship breakup song? Yes. We didn't talk about women relationships. And in this case, platonic women relationships for you. For me. Yeah. And then what's it for me? What's it called? I mean, it is platonic too, but like. It's platonic too, but yeah, women relationships. Women relationships in general. And then. We can just say platonic and, you know, and have it be easier. platonic women relationships. It would be platonically more with the male like i have good guy friends that i love so much that i would like like they're cool and they don't make anything weird and i also have good great woman friends that don't make anything weird so i don't know i mean like 
what is your experience with having platonic relationships like and not with, stepping over the boundary with women with women i mean i was interestingly enough or maybe it's not so interesting but most of my um female friendships are they're straight women um and most of my friends in general most of them are straight for whatever reason so i think it's really easy for me to to have platonic relationships with women. And I actually find myself like I'm close with men too. Um, and I love my men relationships. And I and a lot of men actually feel super comfortable with me because I am gay. Mm. Um, and so that that like brings another level, like I feel like they can they they feel they can be extra open about a lot of a lot of different topics with me. And I actually um, coach a couple of men too. Oh. And yeah, and that was those were super super powerful again because they they feel I feel like they they feel like they can um, it's not like talking to a you know to like a buddy or or a guy but um but there's no sexual tension and right. and I don't I mean we can talk about that too I don't know like you know I feel like it's probably hard to have a lot of relationships with the opposite sex with straight people um but maybe that's just my perception um and who the person is so yeah it does for sure and of course i think we're moving towards that direction where like platonic relationships with all genders are can be like really beautiful and really powerful i think that also takes a lot of work on the other person especially if they're in in relationship mm -hmm. um meaning like the, the other the other person to like feel super confident and in the in the relationship that they're in that their person can have a relationship with someone i will say like for me i i think i'm pretty good <laughs> with my partner having gay women friends okay um but i haven't been in a relationship in like a while so i don't i like i'm like am i really good at that or like is there like what i have i know with kate i didn't have any jealousy tendencies with any of her friends mm -hmm. um with i don't mean to anyways <laughs> okay that's fine i didn't mean to say names but <laughs> like i know anyways because we're used to being on the phone so that yeah. But um, with my first girlfriend, but, I, but again, she was my first girlfriend. So I think like that there was a lot of like, not a lot, but like there was some definitely jealous tendencies. Like if, if she went to um, a weekend to P-Town, for example, which P-Town is like the gay mecca of Massachusetts, uh, not just Massachusetts, of like the country um, in the Cape, in, in Cape Cod. And so, like, they have, like, a women's weekend. And so that would, like, I would feel a little uncomfortable, for sure. And But, again, that goes back to, to trust, too. That's true. You know, it, all, it ultimately goes back to, to trust and, like, and also, like, being secure with yourself, too, I think. Um, and I was so young, too. I think, you know, I don't know. I'm still trying to, I'm like, ooh. Do I still feel, I don't know, do I still have like jealousy tendencies? Like that's something that I'm going to have to check in my next, in my next relationship. Um, and then, um, so I think there is like, there. I think with having gay women friends, like can they be fully platonic? 
I don't know, I'm still like kind of discovering that because in my experience, a lot of gay women, especially the communities are kind of smaller. Um, and so a lot of, a lot of women in the, in the community have like dated, slept with each other. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And it, I mean, I'm not, and, and again, like I, I'm, I will say like, I haven't full, like I was on a, on a soccer team with mostly lesbians recently, which was like really awesome and fun. And we did kick a lot of ass. So that was, it was cool. Um, um, but yeah. And I do love having my gay women friends because I do like to, like, I love being able to, and not that I can't go to pride with like a straight woman friend. Of course I can. Um, but it's also fun to like be with, be with people in my community. Yeah. Like, um, live with you and Monica like there's I don't understand certain things or not that I don't understand them but I don't relate to them the same way that you would relate to them or Monica would relate to them and like when I first started my spiritual journey and I was with my boyfriend at the time he was like oh are you going to be a lesbian like what 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 what, you're hanging out with all these lesbians I'm like yeah I'd never really had any lesbian friends you know what I mean so it was new to me it wasn't like it made sense for him to be like worried because all of you are beautiful (laughs) (laughs) but it was like um what like you know me (laughs) so like if you know me you should trust me just the same and I just thought it was so interesting that but there are some (laughs) women or men who like think like that if when they're in a really like let's say they're in a heter- like a heterosexual relationship like if their woman were to like make out with another girl or vice versa if that woman is like oh, i made out with another girl like that doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything it's just right you know? and so it's that to me is like very interesting right. because well what you touched upon when you said you know like you're not sure if you would be jealous or, or whatnot like, i am not a jealous person but I notice when you try to make me jealous and then I get really mad about it instead. So like he would do that to me. Like, like I said, this was not the best relationship. So um, he would do that to me where like there were pretty girls or he would comment on like pictures of people. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's, I think to me, like there's a line of respect. Right. You know what I mean? Like it definitely did not have that for me. And, and that's, now, yeah. right. Yeah. But it was just like, I don't know. It was just so weird to like get it. I can't be friends with him, but I can be friends with Ricky, which is my ex-husband. Like I can be friends with him because we should have just stayed friends. Like I said, there was a point in our relationship as friends where like everybody's like, oh, you guys are so cute together. Oh, you guys are so cute together. And it kind of like was ingrained in us. Maybe we are cute together. Maybe we are mm-hmm. cute together. And mm-hmm. and oh, let's try this, you know? Mm-hmm. And we did. And he, that point in my life, I needed him. Like, I didn't need him, but I needed him. And he was the hero. He came and swooped in and he, he, he was there for me and he was my best friend and he was my partner in life and we were going to have, build our life together, you know? And, um, all I wanted was to be accepted by them. All I wanted was to be loved by them. And when I say them, I mean the family. The family. And, and it was just like, some of them did love me and some of them still do love me, you know? And some of them did not love me and they're not in my life at all, you know? So it's just like, when you find the, the, 
the most important relationship in your life is you. Yeah. When you find that you are the most important relationship mm -hmm. to have, then you can have these relationships with others. Yeah. And if you're with someone and their mom doesn't like you, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. And if you're with someone and like, then it doesn't work out. Like it's still not the end of the world because at the end of the day you have you. And I feel like, like, I used to just try and find somebody to fix it, find somebody to fix it, mm -hmm. find it. And now I'm just like, you know, if this works, cool. If it doesn't work, that sucks, but it's okay. Like, I'm in it. I will live. Like I said in the beginning, I can do it without anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. I can. Because I know me and I know that I love me and I know that my relationship with me is the strongest that it's ever been and it continues to get stronger. You know? Like, mm -hmm. it's just crazy. It's just like, it's so different than how I was a year five years ago even a year probably oh four years ago five years yeah. ago like i'm going back to the time capsule five years ago i was not at this level of like i don't need nobody <laughs> you know yeah but it's it's nice it's nice to to see the growth and i see in you too and you know um when the time comes and you have a partner you know it'll be great and and we'll navigate through it you know what i mean absolutely yeah. with like a different one too i think and, um, awesome yeah. these platonic relationships i just think 100 percent. absolutely oh exactly yeah. like boundaries boundaries are super important like i have a really close friend jeremy he lives in north carolina we've been friends for 12 years 11 years and like we joke about it like every halloween it's like around halloween that we met and we're like happy anniversary you know and like i could tell him anything i called him today to be like look i am like all in my feelings i need to know is this normal why are guys this what are you guys thinking what is going on that i just need a male perspective and yeah, he, no, he's yeah. like Oh, oh, blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm not airing out what's going on in my life. So um, he's just like, oh, Ellie. Like, and then he starts with, oh, why are you ladies like this? And he's airing his stuff to me and we're just cracking up back and forth. And he's like, you know, it'd be easier if we just got married. I'm like, yeah, but you don't want to move and I don't want to move. And he's like, you're right. We're not going to get married. <laughs> but it's, it's so funny because like we have that joking, loving relationship where like we have each other's back for so long. And, you know, I have a few guy friends that I can say that don't cross the line. And I've had guys yeah. cross the line and I've had to cut them off, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? yeah. Platonic relationships can be super, super beautiful and super, super powerful. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Tony just got on. Hello. Yeah. And I do like for, and women relationships, friendships, are can be so super powerful mm -hmm. i don't know what i would do with a lot without a lot of you in my life you know? especially like on this on this path too and so those relationships for me are are everything they they help me to like move through the day that's so beautiful mm -hmm. you know and did you think that before because for me like before i 
used to be so intimidated by so many women just because my experience with women was not good. And I used to just be like, like one of the guys. I liked being with the guys. The guys were safe. You know what I mean? But then the guys weren't safe anymore because I lost all my guy friends at that time when me and Ricky got divorced. Like they all went with him. So I had like very few guy friends. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, where was I going with that? So like, I don't remember what I was saying. I lost it. Um, you were saying how like before with women relationships, that's what oh, you were. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't, yeah. Was like intimidated on top mm -hmm. of that. I didn't trust women because of the betrayal. I didn't trust like, Oh, well, you're going to take my man. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Like, I just was so like closed off. And on top of that, the relationship of six years that I was in, he was like, none of my friends like you. Like he would subtly make me feel like no one liked me. And to the point where I did lose friends in that group because of what he was saying, mm -hmm. I checked with them to see if they were saying it. And then at one point it did become that reality because I overheard the girls in the bathroom saying mean things to me. And I was like, what? So I had like this thing with women where I was like, well, women are trash <laughs> because it's like, why would I trust them? And you know, like I can only trust me. And I was like, very like, you know, and I, 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 then I believed him. I heard those girls and maybe they were just mean girls and maybe they were just misinformed about me just as I was informed about them. So it it, it was just really, 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 really crazy. Maria, you're a good listener. <laughs> Thank you, Yanni. <laughs> so that's funny. She yes, Maria is a great listener. So um Yeah, with and that's and that with that with what you're saying too, I mean, like in the work that we also do, right? It's it's we've been we have healed that sisterhood wound. Um and and that's why we do hold space for women to come together to heal that sisterhood wound and because we don't need to be in competition with one another and we don't we don't need to be intimidating or intimidated by one another um and we don't need to backstab each other we're not in competition right this the patriarchal society has taught us to be in competition with one another and um and to to not lift each other up and so that's exactly like in this work that we're doing those are the things that we're we're breaking we're we're breaking all of that all of that trauma because we need our our sisters with us and you know um i mean for like for me i've i will say i've always had really powerful um women friend relationships i was super tomboy um obviously not obviously but i was super tomboy um, especially in elementary school, I played I played football with the with the boys, and I came home with ripped jeans, and like um, I wanted my hair in a braid every single day because I just didn't want it in my face. I wanted to be able to like play in the park and flip on the monkey bars and do all that kind of <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, you know, played soccer, of course, and so. Um, but anyways, through middle school and high school, I was still I still had close relationships with 
with women and especially with my soccer team like I was always we were always well most of us you know of course like there's always a little bit of of, of drama but but for the most part especially my club team we were we were super close um and we protected we protected each other on the on the field too so i think i've always had had that maybe because of that too i remember this this one soccer game adult my adult game oh my god it was funny this one this one girl was um was not um anyways she was like hitting me like not in a way like not oh my god why can't i think um foul like she was fouling me left and right on the soccer field <laughs> and and it was because I was all over her and I played her clean, but I would get the ball away from her. And because she was fouling me left and right, one of my teammates, she clotheslined her. And I know, like, but it was really funny. She was like, don't do that to my teammate. And literally just, like, clotheslined her. And I know it was another woman, and I so, like, also, too. But, I mean, sometimes people need to be put in their place, and so that's exactly what ended up happening. I definitely have a different experience when it comes to like the sisterhood of it because yeah. I did not have such a sisterhood experience and I think where I lost it was when I moved because in Puerto Rico till fifth grade I had my best friend everything was cool and then we moved and I don't even talk to that girl anymore I love her you know what I mean and I wish her well and I see her on social media but I don't know her anymore and so like just like moving here having to start over make new friends and then from sixth grade to seventh grade changing schools and then from in tenth grade i changed schools again and so like i was kind of like the new girl that was like a hopper i'd hop from group to group and it was like you know i'll hang out with the guys more because i trusted the guys over the girls because of the drama and whatever and like i was not that I was a loner, but I had just a selected few friends. And then even with the friend breakup that I talked about in the beginning of this live, where like we, she was my friend from when we were 15 years old and we were together all the time. And so it was a big breakup. It wasn't like a small, yeah. and even the small ones suck, but like that was a big breakup. And so healing through those healing through those wounds has been something you know worthwhile and something um to understand and always wishing well and always, always. sending love and even like your picture because i have on my phone it's like um a picture of seven pictures a day and it's new pictures and so like sometimes her picture will come up and i'll be like oh i hope you're well you know what i mean and just keep going because like I'm not angry about it. I'm just like, it is what it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was a, a, a beautiful relationship for like when it was. And I think too, it's all, it's like honoring all of our relationships for what they were, what they are. And, um, and of course, like it, sometimes it does feel a little sad to like not have a, a person in your life that you probably visualize would always be there. And, mm -hmm you know, as we know, as we continue to also do this work, like, we start vibrating at different levels, not like good or bad, like just everyone starts vibrating at different levels. And those that you continue to, to vibrate with, stay. Mm -hmm. stay. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, and even if they move away or anything, you know, yeah. they're still, so, yeah. you know, we're all supported and we all love each other and it's great. <laughs> My Darla, she's asleep. So, I feel like we talked about all the stuff that we didn't talk about mm -hmm. the last time. Check. Yeah. Like, I feel like this was a really good conversation about all of the things. And I mean, there's, there's so much in, in relationships and all in, in the different kinds of relationships. Like, we could, yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and on and on and on. But, you know, for the most part, I feel like what if you take anything from this conversation, whether you're listening now or you're listening on the podcast, is that, you know, love yourself your relationship with yourself is the most important ship ever and then you can you will align with the people that align with you and you don't have to put pressure because also there's those people that are afraid to make friends and they're afraid to put themselves out there but instead of being afraid to do that look within yourself and and take yourself out take yourself out to the arcade go play basketball i love doing that it's so much fun um, you know, this is the first thing I could think of because that's yeah. what I do. Um, or, you know, go to a movie or go for a walk or do something that you love and keep yourself open to the idea of making a new friend along the way, you know? Yeah. It shut off. Can you hear me though? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's perfect timing, I guess. Perfect timing. <laughs> so... Thank you so much, Maria, for being a part of my life and this live. And I love you. And I'm so thankful that you're my friend. I love you so much. I love you, too. And this sisterhood is amazing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for having so, me. We will talk soon again. And I hope everybody has a good evening. And we do have a surprise. Surprise live. We have an announcement on Tuesday, we're going live at seven. Are you going to be able to hop on too? Yeah, I'll be able to Sweet. hop on. So, sure. so, so far, Tony and Maria are going to go live with me. We're not sure about Ale and Luz, but we're yeah, going to go live. Exciting, exciting news coming up on Tuesday. So, so exciting. Uh, yeah. Not 7 a.m., right? It's 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Not 8 p.m. Not 8.30 p.m. 7 p.m. <laughs> That's a full circle to this morning. I love, I mean, to this morning, to this start of this live. So love you. I will love see you. you. Thank you all for listening. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye.